Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. How do you make friends when you're shy? One of you wonderful ladies asked me this question a couple weeks ago, and not too long after that, I had several more of you ask similar questions. As someone who grew up extremely shy and still have my moments even to this day, I mean, put me in a big room with a big crowd, and it's not always the prettiest thing to watch. But as someone who grew up extremely shy, I struggled with making friends even through my adult years. I remember a couple years ago, I was talking to this lady who was extremely outgoing, and I remember asking her the question, how do you make friends? It just seems so hard, but you make it look so easy. I wish I could say that she gave me some amazing advice that absolutely changed my life, but honestly, I don't even remember what her advice was. The moment I asked her that question, something inside my brain clicked, and I knew that the only way that I was going to be able to make new friends was to get out there and make new friends. I had to step out of my comfort zone so that I could step into my purpose. Now, you may be asking, well, what about me? I'm not shy. I'm actually pretty outgoing, but it's still not easy for me to make close friends. Will this work for me as well? Absolutely. The tips I'm going to give you today will help anyone and everyone if you take action and do them. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I am going to give you 10 tips on how you can start making friends today. Now you don't have to do all of these 10 tips at once. Start with just two or three of them. But as we go through them, I want you to think about what it is that you can do to start making friends. All right, number one, pray about it. Philippians 4, 6-9, Paul tells us not to be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request be made known to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. James 1.5 tells us that when we lack wisdom, all we have to do is ask God and he will give it to us freely. Ask him for wisdom on how to make friends and who it is that he wants you to be friends with. Because there are some people out there that are not the best to be friends with. And then John 15.7 tells us that when we spend time with God and we spend time in his word and his word is inside of us, that we can ask whatever it is that we desire as long as it's a godly desire and it will be done for us. God is excited to talk to you about this. He's excited to show you how to make friends and who those friends are. He doesn't want you to be alone. And you know, this may be a little bit of a journey and you may have to go through a season where it's like, I don't feel like I have any friends, but While you're in that waiting season, 
I want you to know that God is with you and he will never leave you. Number two, love and accept who it is that God made you to be. So many times we're tearing ourselves down and we see all these things that we think are flaws and we're constantly beating ourselves up. But Jeremiah 1.5 says, and this is God talking to Jeremiah, but he's also talking to you saying the same thing. He says, before you were in your mother's womb, he knew you and approved of you. He designed every single part of you from the color of your hair to the shape of your toes to how you laugh and your personality. God designed every single bit of it before you were even in your mother's womb. And Ephesians 1.5 says that when you made Jesus the Lord of your life, that God adopted you into his family and it excited him to do so. He loves you so much and he loves the way that he created you. Instead of picking out all of those things that you see as flaws and all the things that you wish you could change, celebrate who it is that God made you to be. He made you unique and that is not a bad thing. (laughs) It is an amazing thing. All right, number three, smile and be friendly. And you may be thinking, well, I mean, that makes sense. (laughs) This one may be easier for some of you than for others, especially if you grew up in a house like I did. I was really good at telling people what I thought. And my thoughts weren't always the nicest thing. Actually, quite often they probably weren't. (laughs) I wish I could go back and change those days. When we choose to smile, Even when we don't feel like it, we aren't choosing to be fake, but we're choosing to take God up on his word. Nehemiah 8.10 says the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's where you get your strength from, is choosing joy. We can choose joy even in the crazy times because we have God on the inside of us. Think about when other people are always complaining or are rude. We don't usually want to be friends with them. We usually don't even want to hang out with them. The same thing is true for us. Smile more. Be friendly. Proverbs 18.24 tells us if we want friends, we have to show ourselves friendly first. All right, number four, laugh more. (laughs) Have fun with life. And I'm not talking about at the expense of others, but just enjoy life. If you trip and fall, laugh. You know, so many times we get embarrassed and we turn around and we run off and we hide and it happens to all of us. (laughs) You're not the only one going through those things. So just choose to laugh and watch what happens. Proverbs 17.22 tells us that a cheerful heart or a heart that is glad and joyful and laughing is like a good medicine. It brings healing to you and to those around you. All right, number five. Get great at helping others and anticipating their needs. Matthew 5, 14 and 16 says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. When you get great at helping others and anticipating their needs, it makes a huge difference. You are shining the light of Jesus to everybody who is around you. People start seeing, hey, there's something different about you. I want to be around you. You're nice. You're fun. And it draws those good people to you. And real quick, what does it mean to anticipate the needs of someone who is around you? Well, when you see someone in need of help, step out and help them. It's that simple. For example, have you ever seen your mom try to carry in 20 bags of groceries from the car into the house? 
I am sure that most of your moms probably have done the same thing because I know I have. (laughs) Offer to help. Run out there and say, hey, can I help you? Or if there's a student in the hallway at school and they drop their backpack and all their papers go everywhere, instead of just looking at them and watching them or walking away, go over there and help them pick up the papers off the floor. How embarrassing that must have been for them. Maybe they're having a really bad day and that just added to it. But can you imagine the light that you bring when you go over there and you help them? Man, that makes a world of a difference. Number six, step out of your comfort zone. If you are shy, like I was, (laughs) it can be very intimidating and it can seem very scary to go out there and make friends. But I encourage you, when you step out of your comfort zone, you will step into your purpose. Matthew 19, 26 says, and this is Jesus speaking. He said, with men, this is impossible. It may seem so impossible to us, like how in the world am I going to do this? But with God, all things are possible. All things are possible with God. You have God on the inside of you. It is possible. 2 Timothy 1, 7 tells us that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. You can do this, ladies. When that fear starts to creep up, speak 2 Timothy 1, 7 over yourself. Thank you, Lord, that you have not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I thank you, Lord, that Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Thank you, Lord, for giving me strength in Jesus' name. Number seven, ask them questions genuinely want to get to know them. When asking them questions, be sure to listen to them. So many times we can get caught in thinking about the next thing that we want to say, and we totally miss out on what they are actually saying. I've been guilty of this. I am a thinker and my brain is constantly going and I have to make sure to be intentional as I listen. James 119 tells us to be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to anger. When we take time to listen, it really helps us to hear what they're saying, but it also keeps us from jumping to conclusions that could lead us to getting angry about something that we didn't even need to be angry about in the first place. And when asking them questions, be sure to focus on their interests. The one thing that most people love to talk about more than anything else is themselves. Number eight, relate to them. Is there something that they're saying that you can relate to? Share your story. Is there someone you know that can relate to them and you can share a little bit about them to this person you're talking to? It's so important to find common ground when you have conversations because that is what connects you with each other. You know, Jesus, he wasn't a fisherman when he was walking around looking for disciples, but he went to the fishermen because he saw that they were faithful. And he said, you know what? I'm going to make you a fisher of men. He found that common ground. They were fishermen. And he could understand that because what he does with people, they did with fish. And that was a common ground. Number nine, encourage others. How can you lift them up? Do you like their outfit? Do you like their hair? Maybe they're a great artist and they are drawing something that's really incredible and you encourage them about it. Maybe they're feeling down and they're having a bad day. Is there a verse that you can share with them to encourage them? Or can you offer to pray with them? Hebrews 3.13 tells us to encourage each other while it's still called today. 
It's a good habit to make. It's a good habit encouraging others and lifting them up daily. Now, I'm not talking about flattery. Flattery is based on lies. It is telling somebody, hey, your outfit looks amazing when you turn around and you're like, oh my goodness, can you believe they're wearing that? That is flattery. We're not talking about flattery. We're talking about true encouragement. The things that you encourage them about, make sure that you really believe them. And number 10, talk to people who are sitting by themselves, whether in the cafeteria at school or even in youth ministry. Popular people will always come and go. So if we're focused on popular people, eh, they're not really the best of friends anyway. Most of the time, they are more interested in themselves than others. And therefore, if you don't compromise who you are, you're going to find it's harder to be their friends anyway. Those who are off by themselves oftentimes understand what it's like to be different. And again, just like unique, it is not bad to be different. It's not bad to be unique, but they'll understand. They're probably different too. And often they will accept you for who you are. Now I do caution you though, find where your new friends are with their walk with God. If they're not a Christian, make those friends casual friends, not close friends. These are not going to be the friends that you share your life stories with. They're not going to be the ones that you go to when you're having a challenging time and asking for prayer. Those are not going to be those friends. But these are the friends that you shine your light to. So you see them in the hallway. You sit with them in the cafeteria. You encourage them. You lift them up like the things we talked about in this episode. You're just not going to bring them into your close, close inner circle. Now, if these friends do love Jesus... I still caution you to go slow. Don't go fast. Don't tell them everything all at once. You know, as you connect, get to know them a little bit better. Let them get to know you a little bit better. Take time. Because sometimes God brings people into our lives that are only meant to be friends for a short season. And others are meant to be there long term. And so until you really know what type of friend that is, a short-term friend or a long-term friend, take your time to really just get to know them. You know, this was something that I didn't quite understand until just a couple years ago. I had a friend and we clicked right away and we got really close and we were texting each other all the time and she is a Christian. She loves God. But I found out after even just a few short months that this lady was not meant to be a long-term friend for me and it was tough, but I had to learn to let her go. Now I know I gave you 10 tips. And like I said earlier, don't feel like you need to do all 10 of them right away. Take two or three of them and begin taking steps towards making new friends with those two to three tips. Now, real quick, I'm going to do another rundown. Number one, pray about it. Number two, love and accept who God made you to be. Number three, smile and be friendly. Number four, laugh. Number five, help others and anticipate needs. Number six, step out of your comfort zone. Number seven, ask questions. Number eight, relate with them. Number nine, encourage them. And number 10, talk to those sitting off by themselves. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode helped you this week. I pray for you all daily, and I believe that God is bringing you all the best of friends and that you are choosing the best of friends. All right, so as we say every week, I want you to repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see, 
how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, the SOAR coaching community is still open. So be sure that you get inside that group. The spots are filling up, but we still have room for you. The doors will close on December 10th. So what is SOAR? SOAR is a social media alternative for teen girls who love God and want to join a community of other teen girls doing the same thing. You can be prepared to meet new friends, be encouraged, grow in your walk with God, all while having so much fun. Nehemiah 8.10 again says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And as a teen life coach, it is my heart to help you all overcome real life challenges that you are facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. So if you want more information on how to get inside that SOAR coaching community group, I need you to do three things. Number one, talk to your parents about SOAR and let them know how excited you are to be a part of this community. And then number two, with your parents, go into the Uncommon Teen app. You can download that at uncommonteenapp.com or you can go to the website at uncommonteen.com, click on the tab that says coaching, and it will tell you everything that you need to know about SOAR. And then number three, you'll see a button that says, let's chat. The last step in order to get involved in this coaching community is to set up a 15-minute call with me. Now, you may be asking, do I really have to get on a call with you, Coach Jamie? The answer is yes, and there are two reasons why. There are a lot of creepy people out there, and we want to make sure they stay far away from this sore coaching community. And number two, it gives you a chance to get to know me and ask me any questions that you might have. And remember, the SOAR Coaching Community Group closes on December 10th, so get in there today and schedule your call with me. Have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see, how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, We set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommon Teen Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommon Teen Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommon Teen Live, 
I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.